Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Good morning, Millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast and happy Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. It's actually not Friday. It's Stryday because the Strice brothers are here. If you're watching on YouTube, our wide camera angle is a little different today so you can get a view of the gorgeous boys, Bryce, Strice, Thrice, Bruno, and Theo are all here. The Strice brothers have come to town, you guys. And it is a, lot a of people talk about, day. A lot of people talk about the impact the Wright brothers had on history. And I think that the way we speak about the Strice brothers moving forward will be of equal caliber, if not more. Strice brothers greater than Wright brothers. You heard it here first. They're munching on their bones. They're being good boys for now. And we are just taking in every moment of being working parents. Working parents. We've been talking about them so much on the show, I guess because of the pillows, that like we just had this gaping hole in our hearts. Mm -hmm. And Bruno hasn't been to the show in like actually a year. And he was ready. He said, Mom, I'm ready. And I said, Bru, get your fucking ass up and, and work. work. Seems like nobody wants to work these days. No, it's so true. And it's like <laughs> the official mascots of our business, they were due for a little overtime. They were due. Da-do. Did it. Theo used to come here every single day. I know. And you could tell this morning, I actually went to your apartment first. We had like a little play date. We're so cute and sweet. You could tell like when he realized that he was going to work, he had this spring in his step. He he really does have this way about him that's so, I'm like feeling distracted. I don't know how funny I can be today because (laughs) I'm just looking into the eyes of my son. I'm so proud of him. I say, that's my baby and I'm proud. Yeah, they're being so cute. They also match with their blue harnesses, unintentional, just like how we match every day. Yeah, and if you're listening as a podcast, head over to the YouTube and don't forget to motherfucking subscribe. Don't forget or Claudia's going to come for you. I will come for your neck. Um, <laughs> and then you can also like subscribe to premium content and see two gorgeous, wonderful human beings. So I couldn't think of a reason why you shouldn't. So I said what I said. She said what she said. Um, aside from Bryson Strice, how was your evening? I know you had a, a traumatic evening. A traumatic evening. Yeah, no, the trauma is still fresh for me. In case you don't watch my Instagram stories, something so crazy happened to me. I'm still processing. I know, it, honestly. I decided last night to cook because there's a salad that I always order that I love. And I'm like, you know what? I think I can make, make it at home salad. and it make it healthier and more cost effective. And so I was cutting up a red cabbage. And as I was like scooping up my cabbage, I saw like a little, like what seemed to be like a little wet shriveled piece of cabbage. So I went to touch it. And I'm like, that's a fucking frog. 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 Frog on my cutting board. Frog in my house. Frog in my cabbage. I screamed. screamed. 
And Are you wearing a Band-Aid on the finger? So this actually is the finger that touched the frog. And I literally couldn't even look touch, at this yeah. finger. Like, I literally wouldn't let it touch anything, even after I washed it a million times. And then later in the evening, I was opening a package, and the scissor cut my finger. That finger's cursed. And it was a, it's a Freudian cut, because, yeah. like, I wanted to damage this finger. Like, I wanted to it was your subconscious to, i wanted to have to cover it up so yes this is the finger now it's it's not going to contaminate anything That's because good. i did cut myself opening a package with this gorgeous sweater in it how are you feeling post frog i'm feeling weird honestly like there was a fucking frog in my house frogs are not something maybe if i lived in florida like okay frogs are de rigueur but in new york where does a frog come from? No, I have no idea where you would even find a frog. I mean, I saw a rat on the street last night. Like, that's my if life. I would be, I mean, I would rather see a frog in my house than a rat. Uh-huh. But I would be less confused. But the frog really did come from the cabbage patch because the cabbage was a packaged cabbage. So it was in plastic and then it was in the grocery store vegetable bag, you know, when yeah. you like grab a plastic bag. So I believe it came from the patch and it was the same color as the cabbage. It was a red cabbage. Um... The, the outer layers of the cabbage, which are very dark. So it's probably been living there for a while. It in was the plastic bag. alive. Um, yeah. A lot of people were curious. And I do have a photo of it. And I know I said I would post it. But I just, like, don't want a frog on my Instagram story. I can't explain it. No, I'll post it for you. And, like, I always, you know, go through my Instagram story. I don't want to keep seeing this frog. I know. And people ask me for a picture, so, like, I send it to them. Got it. And I don't even look at it, you know? So I just want to say, like, as human beings, especially those who live in New York, like, a part of our daily life is going to be every now and then running into some sort of vermin. In New York, it's mostly roaches and mice, which are, like, the two worst ones. Um, so I just feel like you... We're, everyone every couple of years is due for some sort of vermin sighting. And you got yours out of the way. And it was a frog. And it was a small frog. And, like, I'm not, you know, belittling your trauma. But just, it could have been so much worse, you know? A hundred percent. But, like, that cabbage was in my fridge for two days. Like, my son's milk is in there. Like, it's just... Yeah, no, that's tough for sure. It's harrowing. That's tough. And you know that for dogs... I don't know if it applies to frogs, but, like, toads are deadly for dogs... If they lick a toad, you're right. There's poisonous, and like, so what if the frog went on the floor? And Bruno was like, "Hey, little friend." Right, and Bruno's fast; like, he would snatch that frog up in two seconds. And then Bruno paid the price. A By the fatal way, fatal price. I forgot about that. Like, there's just so many things that that could have happened. That's and this frog was living in my fridge for two days. Like, that's just alongside my breast milk. No, it's it's a lot. It's definitely a lot, and I apologize that you had to go through that. But as it's our queen Kelly like, Clarkson once said. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. But it, it nearly killed me. It nearly did. It nearly killed Bryce. And you will come back from this bigger and better than ever. Yeah. So that was my evening. I don't know what else happened. And also, like, the adrenaline rush of, like, screaming of the house, like, in chaos because of the frog. Like, even in my video, like, you can hear Harry screaming, like, because he heard mom scream. The whole like, balance of the home was, was off. Then, like, 30 minutes later, like... Everything came down and I was exhausted. <laughs> like I was already tired, but to like have such an adrenaline rush, oh my God, it wiped me out. No, it'll, that'll do it. That'll do it. I'm so deeply sorry for what you went through. Thank you. That means a lot. It's horrible. And really everyone just like realizing that it's a crazy thing to see a frog. No one was like, oh, that's fine. Yeah. No, it's not like a little like fruit fly. Right. It's not a fruit it's fly. It's a fucking frog in New York City. 
He probably traveled that. What do you think that cabbage was grown? Like California? Yeah, but uh, some people are messaging me. Like, at least you know it's fresh produce. Because one, the frog is still alive after subsisting just on cabbage That's leaves. That's true. And there's no pesticides that would have killed the frog. So you obviously didn't eat any of the cabbage, right? No. Got it. Okay, I was just I double was checking. Just, I was chopping it. And then, of course, it made me look at my whole kitchen differently. So what did you end up eating for dinner? I had a ready-cooked salmon that was really sitting there, and it looked beautiful. So I had that, and I had some minute rice. Love minute rice. And I had vegetables uh, that were formerly frozen. I would take a bullet for minute rice, honestly. It's really good. And there's the, like, the whole brown rice has no sodium. The brown rice is so good. Yeah, so that's what I had, which was good. I wanted to make this like bowl that I usually get that's brown rice, chunks of salmon, red cabbage, red onion, carrots i was gonna let and never again it didn't happen just keep ordering in okay for sure even though like what if they found a frog in the cabbage i would never know what what you don't know is for your own health ignorance is is bliss bliss. we have an amazing show for you guys today it is friday so we're going to deliver the fast five we are going to recap the kardashians episode from this week um and just moving forward i saw i got a lot of messages like kim of you guys didn't recap kardashians i don't know how you expect us to recap kardashians on thursdays when it literally comes out on thursday and this is a morning show to 9 p.m oh but you're kidding yeah but you know what i can't i can't watch two shows in a night Mm. so that is why I like this better. Well, good for them for moving it. So why don't they just say it comes out on Wednesdays? Like, I don't know. Oh, okay, good. I didn't know that. That's great. That is great. But still, I think we should plan to recap Kardashians on Fridays because I can't watch Beverly Hills and Kardashians on Thursdays. On Wednesdays. Um, okay, so that'll be in the TV recap. But just quick TV. You know what I watched last night? Hmm. Um, the Hall. You know, Netflix uh, created like a comedy hall of fame. And they had their first induction. And they had this whole event. It was part of the Netflix comedy festival. Um, and it was honoring... In, well, inducting Queen Joan, which is why I was watching, George Carlin, Richard Pryor, and Robin Williams. And they had a comedian for each comedian who had passed away to, like, honor. And Chelsea Handler was the one who did Joan. And this is going to be an extremely hot take because it was, like, good, but it should have been better. And I just don't think Chelsea was the woman for the job. Who do you think was? Me. Of course. No, I'm kidding. Um, I don't know, but, like, there was no like enthusiasm behind her voice and she's just not that type of per- like talker. So I, j- I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I was like a little disappointed. So you wouldn't recommend? No, but it did then wa- make me want to watch um, Joan's most recent special, which is so, it's just crazy like how different the times are now. Um, because literally like there's stuff on there that would like literally ruin someone's life now, right now. Like you would literally like no job, no home, no car. What special is it? Um, I don't know what it's called, but it's the only one on Netflix, and it's her in Chicago. And the whole show is basically like, I'm going to get to my show, but I just want to like kick out a few people, like a few groups first. That's so it's like old people have to go. And literally, I was cackling. She was like, the gays, the gays, of course you can stay. Gay men in the front and lesbians in the back, because gay men laugh at everything and lesbians laugh at nothing. They're just like, that's funny. <laughs> that's like, me literally and i'm saying i'm like i literally do that i don't laugh i'm like that's funny no i'm the worst at a comedy show because when i think something is hysterical my laughter is silent, silent. and then i just punch everybody near me but just like hearing her talk about like different races like it's so out there um and i feel like when it came out it, it was like crazy but it's not like this is like career ending stuff you know i have to watch it it was just wild um there's just not enough joan river rivers footage out there i mean i've said it once i'll say it again like if you haven't watched her documentary like you're literally missing out on a piece of work that will change your life and it's called a piece of work yeah i think a lot of people have watched it and we talk about it all the time we literally talked about it yesterday 
No, I know. It's. I feel like my mission on earth is to get as many people to see that documentary as possible. I feel like it's important. And there's a lot of good, valuable life lessons in there. For sure. You're doing a good job. Yeah. Oh, man, that just reminds me. I had like two, co- two okay, four cocktails last night. <laughs> and Ben texted me. Did he watch the episode? Did he hear what we said about him? Has he landed us an invite to the Buckingham Palace yet? No, but you know what he landed me an invite for? This is fucking Ben. A tour of Joan Rivers' penthouse. What? Yeah, I, f- I have forgot to message. Can ben. I come? Yeah. Can the Strikes Brothers come? Uh, no. They'll pee all over it. I want to see Joan's apartment. That is so crazy that I missed that, but I was like busy. I went out last night. I saw the Snatchler, which was really just. Did you just run into the Snatchler, <laughs> or you synced up? I synced up with the Snatch. We were, you know, we were doing different things, but then we synced up at the end. Our cycles synced up, <laughs> and. Um, I went to Fleming restaurant and I just have to give a shout out because they have a whole menu of kosher meat items and it's not a kosher restaurant. It's just like kosher meat. So if you're like super kosher, it's like not kosher enough for you. But like for me, it was fine. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like people didn't know that. So I didn't. It was I have to go back. Like I had steak. I never get to eat steak. Yum. How was the Snatchler? The Snatchler was snatching. Anything new with her that we should know about? She was wearing a leather jacket that honestly I didn't like at all. And <laughs> I didn't want to be like negative, like I hate your jacket. But I didn't meant to tell her this morning to burn the jacket. You sh- you need to tell someone, not while they're wearing it and making them, ruining their night. Yeah. Like tell them the next day, like I just wouldn't wear that jacket again. No, it was so like motorcycle to the point of like. Do you it, have a picture of her from last No, night? I don't. Oh my God. That's it was like, I, I meant to, I thought about it this morning all while I was getting ready. I'm like, I must tell Snatchler to burn that jacket. But maybe she really likes it. Like, what the fuck do I know? You know? So true. Like, what does my opinion mean to anything? What were you wearing? Literal. No, actually, I was wearing a sickening Norma Kamali jumpsuit. So Look at you. Yeah. I saw a picture of you. You looked good. Oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much. So it was a lovely Thursday night kickoff to the weekend. And we're almost there, you guys. Acknowledge the space that you're in. It is Friday morning. That is so much life ahead of you. It's supposed to rain tonight, which is just <gasps> fabulous weekend to, weather. Oh, my God. Beautiful to so, wheel us into alarm-free living. Everyone just close your eyes. Acknowledge. Be grateful for the days ahead of alarm-free living. I don't need an alarm. My alarm is my son. That's so true. My rose is, is my, my husband, husband. And my, my alarm, alarm is, is my son. <laughs> so true. Um, okay. So now you feel ready. Yeah. Okay, so without further ado, do, 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 where are you? You're right here being so cute with your strikes, brother. It is time for the Fast Five Stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And today's episode is brought to you by... The Strice Brothers. Hand Peloton. Hand Peloton? Hand, no, by the way, <clears throat> something you don't know because you're not a singer... Um, it's really important to like enunciate. So when I say and, I'm like, and, and I'm breathy, like like Ariana Grande. Again, something else you wouldn't understand. So um, come at me again about my singing. I won't, but I just need to say, I read some podcast reviews and there was one oh, that was like, what are you no, doing? No, I don't know. I don't know what happened. There was one that was just like, like, Cla- like everyone hates the singing, but we don't care. But then everyone was like, but you know what? Like, Claudia can sing, and like, Jackie, like, really thinks that she has a good voice. I just want you guys to know, like, I don't think that I have That's a good voice. That's not true. I know that I do. <laughs> I know that you do too. No, like, you guys, I know my voice is trash. That's like the joke. No, okay. It's a comedy no. podcast. And you. I know my voice is trash. I just want you guys to know, like, you Jenny, got it. Stop reading you got it reviews. twisted. Stop I know. Reading no, reviews. no, they were extra on <laughs> Why? What else? Uh, what did they say about me? 
what did they say about you? No, should, they should love we go you. Some? <laughs> we could do another Patreon. Like, there's enough in there that Ugh. it's like so. It's literally like 4chan. It's so unhinged. It's so unhinged. And the craziest is when like people love the show and they're like, but I hate the singing, whatever. And they give you like a two one star. star. But they love the show. Right. But like one thing bothers you about it. And so. What's new? What's the latest? Ooh. Yikes, someone wrote, one star. Yikes, you hate to see that word. It's not the vibe. Seems like the vibe has shifted after their maternity oh, leave yeah, break. Yeah, yeah, this was, this was something I saw once or twice, that like people don't like my energy. Oh, and we're harmful to the ED community. I can't, everyone. Like, please. Uh, they don't like my post-maternity energy. And I just have to say, like, I love it. This is disgusting. This is fucking disgusting. I wish you didn't bring this up. Ready? One star. Claudia's voice slash demeanor changes when she speaks to anyone younger than her. Holding so tightly to being 21, <gasps> living vicariously through Margot. Then she interviews adults that don't keep up with the Kardashians and she has nothing to contribute. Get out of here with that ageist garbage. Seriously, fuck you. Fuck Ageism. you. I'm back to Peloton. Oh my God, that ruined my whole day. I'm so sorry. Acknowledge just face it. Please never bring up podcast reviews again. Like, um, why did I think that was going to be fun? I don't know. You did it. I just wanted to say, like, I know I can sing. Great. On, uh, op on opposite day. Uh, Peloton, <clears throat> tell them about it because I freaking love Peloton. Peloton has thousands of live and on-demand classes, so you can always keep it fresh from cycling and strength training to yoga and running. And you can experiment with new types of movement, judgment-free, at a level and a pace that feels good to you. So Peloton, obviously, everyone's obsessed. Jackie's obsessed with her bike. You don't even need the bike to be Peloton. You have, they have amazing live stream classes. Um, the app has everything, all different kinds of classes, treadmill workouts, I mean, running, you can run on a different treadmill, you can run in the streets, you can run somewhere bucolic and beautiful, they have everything, they have yoga, they have free weights, every part of the body, any type of class you want to do, it's working with Peloton, obviously cycling as well. And they have the Peloton bike and the Peloton tread, you have the Peloton bike, obviously, change your life. I have the Peloton bike and I'm waiting to get the Peloton tread, I'm so fucking Oh, excited. you are going to? Yes, I'm going to, because I love the Peloton tread workout so much and I'm like, I need to use what Olivia Motto is using because I want to be just like her. Peloton fits seamlessly into your life if you're looking for a 10 minute upper body stretch between calls or a 40 minute run before bed. Peloton works with your schedule whether you have five minutes or an hour, plus you'll never have an awkward encounter in a locker room ever again. Right now is the perfect time to try out Peloton because the Peloton Bike Plus is now $500 less. It is their best price Whoa. yet and that includes free delivery and setup. Whoa. So there are more game-changing prices available right now on the original Peloton Bike and the Peloton Tread all at OnePeloton.com. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. Today's episode is also brought to you by BetterHelp. And if you want to follow me on Peloton, my name is Jackie O.W. and I really am I'm really talented at finding great classes. So you can look at all the classes that I've done and they're probably flames. Jackie, ow! Jackie, ow, ow! Ow, ow, ow! <laughs> Today's episode <laughs> is also brought to you by BetterHelp. We associate burnout with work, but that's not the only cause. A lot of our roles in life can lead us to feel burned out and BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to prioritize yourself. Talking with someone can help you figure out what's causing stress in your life. Of course, work is stressful, but you might not, might not realize other things that are like weighing on you, whether that's your friendships, family stuff, being a mom is so hard. Mm. Um, so it's so nice to have someone to talk to about everything in your life. And BetterHelp is a really great resource at helping you find a licensed therapist. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. 
It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. The Morning Toast listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash toast. That's BetterHelp.com slash toast. I love today's episode. We're looking out for your physical health and your mental health. That is what you can come to expect at the Morning Toast. Balance. We don't support the ED community, and <laughs> that was a joke. It was a joke. It was a joke. We're in the comedy section. I can't. I started, maybe that's what that person's referring to. Like, I've started to give less fucks recently. Yeah. And no, I think that's like what they're referring to. I think for me too, like definitely my post-maternity energy has changed because I have less patience than I once did and I don't really like beat around the bush because there's just no time. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what that person is picking up on. Like, yes, and I do like it though. You yeah. Know? No, but also like if you have a platform and like you talk about everything going on in the world, like, yeah, some days people aren't going to like what you say. So if you make your whole goal with your podcast is to like avoid any landmines and not offend a single person slightly like this is the worst podcast of all time it's silence it's 45 <laughs> minutes of silence silence so Agreed. you know if you hear something that you don't like on the toast that is totally fine and normal because people are different right and but you it, can keep listening fine but if you or can't you handle difference if you can't handle difference that's then, true then find another show no and I think that's a place we're at like in our culture where yeah. people can't handle people with different opinions right and I don't think that the solution is that we all need to have the same opinion and I also don't think the solution is labeling people as not supporting the ED community because my opinion was that I didn't think what Kim did was that crazy mm -hmm. like that makes me not supporting the ED like these great these st grand statements we make it's right. just like it's terrible no it's terrible but like i know that the majority of people who listen to the show are don't normal. feel that way and are, are normal, normal people and we love you and support you and we'll stop talking about everyone else are you ready for our first story which is some beautiful joyful news it's the first story oh my god that's the only thing that could make these people more upset if you add the final story song to every single story it's the second story. <laughs> Doo -doo. I can't believe people don't like the singing. Like, it's shocking to me. No, but it's like, to me, it's so funny. And like, really, like, we are a live musical podcast. And we're doing it on the fly. The talent in this room, <laughs> astronomical. Astronomical. And it's wasted no. on these podcast reviewers. You know what You know what we are? I just, I just figured it out. Hmm. We're not appreciated in our own time. Like, Shakespeare wasn't appreciated in his own time. It wasn't until years later that people really discovered the true talent of Shakespeare. Yeah. Long after he was gone. Mm -hmm. You know when we will be appreciated? When we're dead. Ugh, you hate to see it. No, but that does, you know, make the afterlife a little bit more exciting. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I guess, I guess so. I want to say something crazy. You know what? It's Friday. Here's the floor. No, I've actually been thinking about this a lot, and I told Ben it one time, because, like, you know, life is so, you know crazy like anything can happen to you mm -hmm. and there are these freak accidents where people young people healthy people they die mm -hmm. and I just wanted to go on the record and I told Ben this but I want to have it like in memoriam in real life if anything like that ever happens to me I just want you guys to know like I won't be scared like I'm like not that I want to die but like I'm very curious about what happens next like I think that there's more for us so while it's sad that my time here on earth is obviously over and I will miss my family greatly just know like I'm not afraid of death. I'm not looking forward to it, but I'm not afraid of it. Okay, so when we're like talking about you, we'll oh, say, she must have been so scared in those final moments. No, I don't think that I will. Honestly, it depends what the final moments are. No, of course, I'm like being held up at gunpoint in, in like a bank robbery. <laughs> yeah, no, but if it's like if I'm, you know, in a car crash, God forbid, you know, knock wood, knock wood, knock wood, knock wood. <gasps> oh, shit! Bruno thinks there's someone at the door. Oh God! Oh my God, that scared the 
fuck out of me. I'm Bryson. so sorry. I, Bryce, I was just trying to not get like superstition. Whatever. My point being, I don't want anyone to worry about me. Thank you, Claudia. And so if I say that now, you, you'll come back and watch this and you'll be, it'll bring you peace. Like it really will. If anything, God forbid, not quote a million times, ever happens to me. Like I do believe this interview will bring you peace. Someone remember this day. Okay. We'll remember the day. It's the Bryson Streisand extravaganza. Yeah. I'm not afraid. I'm not. I'm not afraid. <laughs> to Tune in the dance. So that's like the crazy thing I wanted to say. Was that crazy? Like sort, like not that crazy, but just bizarre. <laughs> no, bizarre. But I do sometimes like lay in bed thinking about like if anything were to happen to me, like my family would obviously be so upset. Like I'm literally the funniest person ever. No, like you guys would never laugh again. I think in general, like death is is a sadder for the people who have to live without this person. That's true. That's true. But I think a lot of that sadness comes from like you know the un, like what were they feeling in that moment they were alone or something so i just want you guys to know like in if that moment ever comes like i will be okay okay thank you for that strength you're welcome like i'm doing it for you i do what i do for you now are you ready for our first story because you clearly weren't ready before no i'm glad i unburdened myself yeah Rihanna's given birth. She welcomes yes. her first baby with her boyfriend, ASAP Rocky, and she has given birth to a baby boy. Page six can confirm the newborn was born May 13th. Wow, three months to the day after Prince Harold in LA, according to TMZ. So cute. Oh, in LA. In LA. I don't know why I was under the assumption she was giving birth in Because everyone just like said that and then everyone And makes stuff up, yeah. Because she took a trip there. No, and I literally like perpetuated that rumor to like millions of people. Millions. So, so happy for her. I don't know if we knew that she was having a boy, but that was like a fast pregnancy. Sometimes celebrity pregnancies feel like they go on forever. Yeah, I feel like these days a lot of people are announcing around like five, five months. Five months. And then it's another five months. Because she announced like right when we were doing remote podcasts when I was like at the end of my pregnancy. Mm -hmm. And it's been three months. Yeah. Plus the fourth. Give or take. Yeah, no. I, I like that. Because like you get Carry excited. One. You get excited for celebrities. So when they tell you super, super early, you're like, this bitch has been pregnant for two years. Yeah. So happy for Rihanna. So happy. I'm so curious what she's going to name her. Bebe. I know. She's so creative. Like, I know. So it'll probably be like William. No, it'll probably, if she's so creative, it'll probably be Harry. <laughs> Imagine. Do you just, like, I could see Rihanna, like, making everything mom-related cool now. Like, for sure, breastfeeding. breastfeeding, if that's what she chooses to do. Uh, the doula, I don't know, all that shit you have in your house. Yeah, like the perinatal. Right. Tings. The, the diaper changing, that's so going to be, like, the coolest, hottest trend of 2022. The spit up. The spit Burp up. cloths. Yeah, she's going to make them into, like, handkerchiefs. Yeah, 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 like, a cool, you know. She'll figure it out. Avant-garde. Quilted. Burp cloth. Yeah, she's going to make everything, like, cool, and I'm so happy for her. Um, I'm like, happy for I'm happy for the mama community because we... we this can, is huge. We need all the icons we can get. It's huge for the Ray Dunn, Carrie, and mama community. Ray Dunn is the most incredible brand. I can't believe you didn't know about it. I can't believe I didn't know about it. And you got a PR package from them, which was huge. I know. I got the jewelry. I could use some mugs. Yeah. I love my there. number one mom mug. Like, I think it's Does the it best. Does it say number one mom or number one mama? Number one mom, I think. Mm. I think it's one of the best gifts I've ever gotten. Who and I'm not even lying. A toaster brought it to you at your meet and greet. Oh, and I transported it back. It really is the thought that counts. No, sometimes. that's so sweet. And it's the reason why literally every person who has kids uses that mug. No, there is a reason behind the success of Ray Den. It's not an accident. Nothing in life is an accident, Jackie. No. It ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? Mazel Tov. Biggest mazel. To Rihanna. So happy for you. So, wishing you well. Wishing you well. And you know what? These times. 
they are trying times, but they're also incredibly special. I know. And your bebe will never be this little again, but also it's the biggest it's ever been. Isn't that crazy to think about? Yes, it is. Also, um, I'm sorry. I don't know why I cut you off. I have nothing to say. <laughs> Thank you for your, your honesty. I'm just being super honest and vulnerable today. Okay. This is such a safe space. I like, should ask you some questions that like you've always evaded. Go from, for it. From me. From you? Yeah. I don't think I've literally never told you anything. That's true. I'll rack my We're, brain. There are no secrets here. I'll rack my brain during okay. the next ad break. <laughs> are you ready for our next story, which is actually really crazy, and I'm very curious to get your thoughts. Sure. The Jersey Shore stars are slamming the 2.0 show with a new cast. They said it will exploit the original. So the original stars of the Jersey Shore slammed MTV for its upcoming reboot of the iconic reality show with an entirely new cast. They wrote a collective statement, which was shared on social media on Thursday. They said, as a cast that took a chance with a network in need, we put our most vulnerable moments on television for the world to see. We gave our all, all over the past 13 years, became a family, and continue to open our lives to the world. So please understand that we are not in support of a version of a version that will exploit our original show, our hard work, and authenticity to gain viewers. I'm sorry. This is out of control. Okay. Thank you. Holy shit. Because I was feeling really confused because I really love the original show. I love the cast members. Me too. And... I never thought that I could so diametrically oppose such a, a firm stance that they're taking. This is insane entitlement. Like, yes, you helped a network in need, but they were paying you a million dollars an episode at one point. You all became huge celebrities. To this day, you're making so much money because of that show. They gave you another show, a reboot, Family Vacation, and you didn't invent the, the Jersey Show, the Jersey Shore show template. MTV did and they own that template and they have every right to do another show with another cast I don't think it'll be as good because you really cannot recreate the magic of the time it's literally like that TikTok sound I know you don't know what I'm talking about like it was the 70s you know whatever oh hey boys um so I think that this is just like an enormous enormous mistake and I don't think the show mistake for MTV I don't think the show will be good but I think these castmates sound in fucking sane Jackie's giving the boys a little water. Yeah, Bruno's tongue is hanging out of his mouth in a way I've never seen. Because they were just eating their bones. And so. they went on a walk and I hadn't given him water yet. I mean, I can't believe that they all read and wrote this letter and did, not one person was like, do we sound crazy? I completely agree with you. First of all, you know, they took a chance. They helped out the network. Like, still it's MTV. Maybe they weren't in their heyday, but it's MTV. It's, it's owned by Viacom. Like, they were going to be fine. They were going to be okay. Uh... I actually think a Jersey Shore 2.0 with new cast members who are in the same, you know, life stage that they were at back in the day, like, sounds like a really good idea. You'll it never will, be able to recreate they, the magic. No, it won't be the same, but it will make or break based on, like, the cast members. And I think it's a good enough idea to give it a shot. I think they'll still continue to do family vacation. Yeah. Like, this isn't affecting the work that they're getting. I think this is really insane. It's insane. And they all it's thought it was a good idea. behavior. Diva behavior. Every single one of them signed it. Yeah, every single one with the hashtag we are Jersey Shore. Oh, it's so out of touch. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, this is insane. And honestly, I didn't even know there was a 2.0 happening. Me neither. And, now, and like, now it's like. That's a good idea. And um, maybe I should watch. No, this is really not a good look for anyone involved. And they should delete this immediately. Like, seriously. Yeah. The damage is done, but like they're so wrong on this issue. So so wrong, and it does sound like a good idea. And the network is allowed to do whatever the fuck. It they doesn't want. affect all the years of success. No, paychecks you know that you got. Even if the show is successful, it'll never reach the level of like cultural 
phenomena. Yeah, that the original show. If anything, it's like an ode, and it'll keep that old show. People will go back and watch the original. It'll keep it even more relevant. Like these yeah. young kids, like they they don't know about Vinny. Like it's it's good. Rising tides rise all shapes or whatever it is. So rising tides rise all shapes. Don't. That's a life lesson that you don't get it twisted. You couldn't pay to know. No. So. I think like they're being so short-sighted and so dumb and divalicious. Divalicious. Also, think about how many reboots there are out in the world, like of scripted shows, of iconic shows, of reality shows, etc. And like, imagine if the cast of any of those shows wrote something like this. I mean, I could actually see like a. Mm, no. It would actually be ma- mm, no. It would still be insane. Like, it's insane. It's insane. They, they're just looking delusional and out of touch, and it's actually a bad look. And I never thought I would say that about, like, the way I used, I we know used what, to idolize and really still do idolize the cast. Like, it's one of the greatest shows of our time. Mm-hmm. And I highly suggest spending a weekend going back and rewatching some of the early seasons. It, they don't make better television than that. No. And so if MTV wants to try, let them. Let them. Crazy. And this statement's not going to do anything except, like, just make MTV hate the original cast. Yeah, and make... Ordinary lay people like ourselves. Question. Confused. Yeah. Are you ready for our next story? If it's a story that's brought to you by Legacy Box, the simplest and safest way to digitize all of your aging videotapes, camcorder tapes, film reels, and pictures so they are preserved forever. Legacy Box has been trusted by over a million families to convert meaningful recorded moments. So if your family's memories are trapped on an old camcorder, on an old film reel, you gotta check out Legacy Box. If you've got it, they can digitize it. They can digitize over 19 different types of media from VHS tapes to Super 8 film to preserve all your treasured moments. Their exclusive barcoded online tracking system keeps you informed and it provides up to 12 email updates along the way. It's super easy and safe and the best part is that you can buy it now and you don't have to send it in immediately, but like use our code, get it, and then like once you have all your VHS tapes ready to go, then you can send it in, but just get it at least with our code. People are always asking, with you know Father's Day coming up, it's a really really nice gift, and it's a great way to spend like your parents or grandparents' birthday. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. Go to legacybox.com/toast to start future proofing your memories today, so you can gather the family and begin the trip down memory lane. So that's legacybox.com/toast to get an incredible forty percent off your first order. Take advantage today of this exclusive offer and send it in when you're ready at legacybox.com/toast. Save forty percent while supplies last. Gorgeous. Thank you so much. Today's episode theme, I feel like, is just like... Chaos. Nostalgia, heartwarming. And Legacy Box is the perfect sponsor for that. Totally. Uh, Also, speaking of nostalgia and books and music, Roald Dahl's book, Matilda... Throwback, Roald Dahl. Roald Dahl, the world with Urban (laughs) Berber. Roald Dahl's Matilda, everyone knows Matilda, made into the iconic movie, Once Mm -hmm. a Book, by Roald Dahl, inspired a new song on Harry Styles' album. The book. The book. Yes, Harry Styles' new song, Matilda, is about that Matilda. I'm sure. Well, sort of. The Grammy winner confirmed speculation that Roald Dahl's iconic children's book at least partly inspired the acoustic track off his newly third album, Harry's House. Ooh, ooh. It was about an experience that I had with someone, he explained on NPR's Morning Edition. It was kind of like, okay, we'll disguise it as speaking to Matilda now that she's all grown up, who's been kind of mistreated by her family and stuff. How would you speak to her? The 1988 novel tells the story of an extraordinarily gifted young girl who teaches herself how to read and escape from her ruthless parents and school principal. It was adapted into beloved movie, which we know, and a Broadway musical. Wait, that's so crazy. First of all, I had like 
no clue Matilda was a book. <laughs> um, so I'm just learning so much today. Mm -hmm. And honestly, what's crazy about this is like Harry probably had to like read Matilda to Olivia Wilde's kids. Like that's why he was like reading it, you know? Or maybe why Matilda was top, top of, of mind. Top of mind. And I guess so the story is in, he's talking to a girl who has been mistreated by her parents and instead of using that girl's name he used Matilda because she's oh, in a similar situation. That's cute. I haven't listened to any of Harry's house yet. I'm I didn't sure know it was out. Yeah, it came out today. I'm sure it's wonderful but I have not spent time with it yet. You know what else came out today? Gavin Dugar's new album. Go check it out everyone. Jackie is on Gavin's payroll. Gavin saw my mention. I, oh, I told you. Uh -huh. I didn't tell everyone. He clearly didn't see the story because it expired and so he wrote thanks for the mention. Was I supposed to respond to that? No. That's Unless it was like with a picture of your tits, you know? Gasp. Just, you wanted my honest opinion. Today's honesty day. <laughs> it's truth day here at the Morning Toast. Bryce, what do you think about that? Bryce loves Gavin DeGraw. He said, Mom, put on that guy. Hey. He said, Mom, I have you to thank for making me so, so hard to please. Actually, that's literally Bryce. He has me to thank. Um... Wow, Matilda was a book, like a children's book or like a, like yeah, 10 pages yeah. or like No, no, no. You 200. remember Roald Dahl's books? Yeah. They were little chapter books for grade schoolers. Yeah. Will, you know, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Wow, that's so crazy. Like all these major franchises literally started with Roald. No, look at Roald. Like he's raking it in. Has Roald been canceled yet? Like I feel like oh, old you know, timey. Yeah, like did he go the Shel Silverstein route? Doctor, no, Shel Silverstein, what? I know. I think Shel Silverstein is the one who's canceled. No, not Dr. Dr. Seuss. Seuss is the one who's canceled. Okay, canceled authors. Oh my God! If Shel Silverstein, <laughs> I'm sorry, you can't write the Giving Tree and be canceled. Like no, it's I'm not fair. I'm pretty sure it's Shel Silverstein. No, that's don't tell canceled. me what he did. Even though I was and just I was watching Thirty Rock and literally, oh, <laughs> rice! <laughs> no, holy shit! They're farting oh, up a storm. <laughs> oh my God! Putrid. And he wafted it with his with his tail no, right don't. in my face. <laughs> Holy farting <laughs> Oh my god. This okay, Shell Silverstein was canceled. His no. books is banned. Let's banned? See. Like some one of his books was banned. Olivia has a copy of The Giving Tree at her house. I just got one. Shel it's the best, most sweetest. Dr. Book. Seuss books were pulled as well. And who was the other author that you wanted? Okay, so Roald Dahl. I don't know if he's canceled. That's what we were going to see. Roald Dahl. What did Shell Silverstein do? In 30 Rock, they said he was a communist, but like I think that was a joke. Uh, Roald Dahl inside his anti-Semitism and complicated no! legacy. Oh my God. Okay. Canceled, canceled, Can I canceled. say something like controversial? Like, okay, so Roald Dahl was anti-Semitic. Who isn't, you know? Like, should his entire <laughs> life's work be, is that crazy? Like, you're dead. Like, you right. can't be anti-Semitic from the grave. <laughs> is so he should dead? We, should we not enjoy the books? He is dead. So is that a bad take? No, I mean, it's like, I didn't know when we were talking about this. Yeah, and like, you know what? That's information I, I could have lived without knowing. Right. He wrote Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Matilda, the BFG, the Witches, James and the Giant Peach. Like, I'm sorry, then there's no books. Okay, the estate of Raoul Dahl must be making bank. Every single one of those, BFG was made into a movie, Charlie the Chocolate Factory, Matilda. The Witches was just made into a movie, remember the controversy? Anne yes, Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. So I wonder how much the Raoul Dahl, I guess he doesn't care that he's canceled because they... Must be a multi-billion dollar estate. In, they're rolling in the doll. <laughs> totally. <laughs>
Also, his name was just fun to say. Geraldo. So yeah, all of the childhood authors are canceled. Do with that information what you will. I will still be reading The Giving Tree to my child because I have been reading. I've been reading The Cat in the Hat. It's so fucking fun to read. It's like the cat went fat and the hat went scat. It's so fun. The cat in the hat is off the charts, and I don't know what the moral of the story is because let me listen to your parents. I think that's the moral of the story. No, no, no. Here's the premise: the kids, the campers, are home alone. They're, they're being babysit by their goldfish. And the cat comes in. Well, that's just bad parenting. Yeah, no, the goldfish is like the voice of reason. This crazy-ass cat comes in, and he has all these things. Cake, rake, bake, shake. And he makes this huge mess. And the whole time, the goldfish is like, cat, you need to Slow leave. Slow down. I, I'm like not following. Okay. So he comes in with the cake, the rake, the bake, and the shake. And he makes a huge mess. And the entire time, the goldfish is like, cat, you need to leave this house. Like, the mother is out. You can't be about. Right. And cat doesn't give a shit. But eventually, they see the mom's coming home. Mm. and it's a clean up the goldfish is like oh my god mom's gonna freak etc etc and the kids are quaking too and the cat magically cleans up everything before the mom walks through the door the cat's gone it's like nothing ever happened mom comes in and the question the book ends on a cliffhanger what would like do we tell our mom what would you do it really poses it a, poses a, a moral dilemma and no you don't tell your fucking mom yeah obviously so what's the moral of the story Finding out if you're a good person or not. Like, a good person would tell their mom and a bad person wouldn't. Yeah, but it's like, what she doesn't know won't hurt her and I agree, like, why fine. are we going to hurt our mom? She's a single mom. Like, she's already working hard. Right, and now she's going to have a pit about leaving her kids with a goldfish. Right, when there was literally, everyone's fine at the end of the day. Yeah. So it really gave you something to think about. The Cat in the Hat movie is one of the best. So good. So good. Mike Myers, Alec Baldwin, like. Uh, Who does Alec Baldwin play? The boyfriend who tries to, like, send them to military school. Okay, just so you know, that's not part of the book. No, of course not. It's a 10-page book, Jackie. They had to improvise. Yes, Bryce farted again. I smelled it when he walked by me. He's out of control. These boys. I think he needs, like, a gas ex. These boys are going to kill us. Oh, my God. It's gaseous as fuck in here. We need to wear- His are, like, literally putrid. We need to wear- It's that bone. I'm- He's never made a fart that smell. Like, it's actually making me gag. <laughs> we need gas masks. <laughs> no, we need N95s. Like, oh my literally. God. Um, Bryce, just. He's not okay. Oh my God, Bryce, you're so cute. It's a, like, this, there's a lot going on for him. So I'm happy for Harry Styles at the end of the day. At the end of the day, agreed. At the end of the day. Great One Direction song. Is that the what, lyrics? Oh, don't forget where you belong. Thank you. If you ever feel alone. Do they have it say? Hold on. You were never on your own. And the proof, they never say at the end of the day, but isn't it, they have a song called At the End of the Day. Yeah, you know what? What was I watching yesterday? Kardashians. The phrase at the end of the day is the most overused phrase on reality TV. Mm. You'll start to hear it now. Okay. Like on Love Island, mm. at the end of the day. At the, okay, we get it. Like, just right. say what you were going to say. Yeah, totally. Like, it could be the middle of the day. Right, still. and it would still be true. <laughs> Are you ready for our next story? A little movie news. Yes. Bryce and Dyson, and Christ and Mice and you're, Jackie, and you're being too distracted by Bryce. Like, get to the stories. Sorry. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Margot Robbie will star in an Ocean's Eleven prequel. Here's everything we know. Oh, that's, that's good. Margot Robbie has been tapped to join a new Ocean's Eleven film. Warner Brothers confirms to E! News, according to The Hollywood Reporter. Margot will star in and produce the movie, which will be led by bombshell director Jay Roach. He directed Bombshell. He's not a bombshell director. Well, some might say he is a bombshell director as well. The new Ocean's film, which will begin production next spring, 
why are we talking about this, will also be produced by Margot's husband, Tom Ackerley. Mm, cute. Um, it is known to be an original Ocean's Eleven that is set in Europe in the 1960s because the initial o- Ocean's Eleven was released in 1960 and starred Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, and Sammy Davis oh, Jr. love. I think this is going to be fantastic. It's so great to have an actress like Margot Robbie because like, if she's in it, it's a good project. Yeah. Because she's like a director, producer. She has her own production company, so I'm sure her production company is putting it together. So you know that you're going to the theater to see a Margot Robbie piece of art. Like, it's good. Yeah, she has yet to flop. She's yet to flop, which is a lot of pressure. But it's nice for us because you know there's a really low chance of you not liking the film. Yeah. What else has she been in? Has she really not Wolf flopped? of Wall Street. Oh, so good. That was like her breakthrough role. Was it? Yeah. And then I, Tanya. Suicide Squad. Yes. That's where she made her money, you know? Yeah. Bombshell. Oh, she was in Bombshell, so they must have liked working together. Mary, Queen of Scots. I saw that one. Did I? Yeah, I did. With Joe Owen. Yeah. And uh, Sparche. Saoirse. Saoirse. Mm-hmm. Oh, she was in Focus with Will Smith. Was that good? Mm, I didn't see it or hear anything about it. Maybe it flopped. Mm. Wow, she's been in so many movies. It just also feels like she hasn't been around for that long, you know? I know, I know, I agree. Interesting. And Barbie, you know, today was allegedly the day that Legally Blonde 3 was supposed to come out, like when we spoke about it years ago. And have they even started filming? I don't even think the script has been written. I'm so done talking about these projects. But one thing about Margot Robbie is she's going to get it done. Yeah, she's going to get it done. I will definitely be seeing this. Same. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? I am. It's some Downton news because the Downton characters are in the press because mm-hmm. the movie is premiering like over the course of the next few weeks. I don't know oh how. Oh my God, it literally comes out tomorrow. Tomorrow? May 21st, right? We should see it this weekend. Oh we my God, should. I'm so excited. Downton movie because it like came out earlier in the UK yes. and Australia in the US May 20th. Okay. Today. Oh my God, we should go. We should see it today. We should take the Strice Brothers. No, they're insane. Look at them. They're such good boys now. Look at Bryson. Yeah, it only took them two hours of running around. And a couple deadly farts. Yeah. Anyways, the characters are doing on a press tour. Yeah. And Downton Abbey star Kevin Doyle, who plays Mosley, is standing up for his, quote, sad character. He said is sad. He has a pair. Of balls? Or? Of, yes, but of course he, like, is too So British. Co- too British for his, for his own good. Kevin Doyle is quite protective of his Downton Abbey character, Valet Footman. Valet, sorry. Joseph Mosley. Didn't know his first name was Joseph. Me neither. When the Post suggested that Mosley could, te- could be a tad tepid and perhaps grow a, pa- grow a pair, Doyle took issue. He said, I disagree with that, actually. I know some, sort, some people sort of think that way about him, but I think he's got a really beautiful spirit about him. The thing about him is that he has been thwarted a lot in his life. He's had a lot of sadness in his life, and what's been lovely in the past few years especially is seeing him move away from that sadness, and obviously characters like Baxter, his love mm-hmm. interest, helped him with that. So I don't agree. I think he has a pair. He's not been able to let them hang. By the way, it's true. He was way sadder in the beginning. Like, once he started, like, standing up for himself, and then he got his partner, Baxter. And he got his teaching job. Oh, yeah. Like, he just couldn't find his place in this world. Right. I think he's totally, like, on a great trajectory. I think so, too. And I, I love his demeanor. Me, too. There's, it took me a while, because at first I was like, there's Mosley no, again. like, when he couldn't get arrested, like, literally needed a job. Is such a trained valet. And, like, literally nobody would hire him, because, like... He just couldn't figure it out. Yeah. Um, but no, he's totally, I think, a respectable king now. Yeah. I've loved his journey. He's really a sleeper character. I'm so excited for the Downton movie. So excited. Let's make plans. I know you didn't like the first one that much. I didn't, but 
I miss everyone and I just want to see them again. And even though I didn't like it, I didn't like it as much as I liked Downton the Show, which was like a 20 out of 10. Yeah. So the movie for me was like still probably a 10 out of 10, but just not The as movie good. for me was just like one more episode, you know? Yeah, it was just like a little stupid. Even it was playing on NBC the other day. So I was watching it and I was like remembering how stupid it is. It's like, you know, the servants being mad that they can't yes. cook and like they're going to, you know, break the boiler, servants hijinks. Um, yeah, it was crazy. But if you watch the show and then just immediately watch the movie, it's just like one more episode. But if you watch the show in real time, waited years for the movie. Mm -hmm. It's like we just waited all this time for another episode. I was saving the movie. That was my problem. I should have watched it right after. I was saving it for a rainy day. And then it just didn't live up to, you know, what I had hyped it up to be. Yeah. Um, so those were the past five. You definitely did not need to know them, if we're going to be no. honest with you. You did need to know that Rihanna gave birth. But you didn't need to know that Chelsea Silverstein was canceled because no <laughs> one really needed to know that. No, nobody did. Or Rold or Dr. Seuss, the trifecta. Yeah, I knew about Dr. Seuss because he's like the most famous one. He was the face of the campaign, you know? Uh, oh, that's so interesting because when I was reading Dr. Seuss yesterday to Harold, I was like, is he canceled? I was like, oh, no, that's Shel Silverstein. Oh, I n only know Dr. Seuss. Got it. But again, I can't stress enough, like, I will be buying that book for my child. Yeah. No, you, there's no greater lesson than the giving tree. It's so true. And the lesson is no good deed goes unpunished. You people give are, and you People give. are disgusting. Yeah. Humanity is evil. That is the takeaway from the book. Yeah. They, you give and you give and you give and you take what you get and you turn it into something. Honestly. You're never going to find me thinking. Thank you. I forgot the words. No. 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 All right, let's dive into the TV recap of Kardashians on Hulu, which is brought to you by ZocDoc. No one knows what you're looking for in a doctor better than you. And no one's better at giving you the tools to find the perfect doctor than ZocDoc. The people who created ZocDoc found the major pain points in healthcare, all the things that weren't working, and said enough. They made a great doctor surprise they made booking a great doctor surprisingly pain-free. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. You can read up on local doctors, get verified patient reviews, and see what other real human beings had to say about their visit. So when you walk into that doctor's office, you're set up to see someone in your network who totally gets you. Go to ZocDoc.com, choose a time slot, and whether you want to see the doctor in person or do a video visit, and just like that, you're booked. Find the doctor that is right for you, and you book an appointment on your schedule that works. For you. Every month, millions of people are using ZocDoc. We are two of them. It is our go-to whenever we need to find a book a doctor. And if you travel a lot for work, it's nice to have the resource of just being able to do like a FaceTime video chat with a doctor if you don't have like a local doctor for when you're traveling. In the chaotic world, world of healthcare, let ZocDoc be your trusted guide. Go to ZocDoc.com slash toast and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc.com slash toast. ZocDoc.com slash toast. Great. Thank you. Look at the Strice brothers. They are out. They're passed out. They're passed out. <laughs> so Kardashians on Hulu was really good. I am obsessed. I could watch an entire show about Kim's law, social justice, Yeah. Justice I think reform. she like did an entire show about it. I think that that scene of her with the whiteboard and that guy Scott was the craziest thing. And you know what? It's like so many people like... First of all, it was so cool to see which celebrities like Kim had access to just immediately. Right. James Corden, Demi right. Lovato. She's like, I'll take Demi Lovato, Katy Perry. I loved that. But just to see someone who like, I don't know, there was like something so amazing about it. Like, it was like such a crisis. Kim was on the horn. The way like they would mention a celebrity's name and then they would post the tweet that the celebrity posted. Like, it was just so cool to see how, it, how all that goes down. Yeah. And Kim was like, we need to make a certain. And I remember 
when it happened, I was like, oh man, everyone is like now talking about this in the last hour. Cause it was like so short. They didn't have a lot of time. Yeah. So it was, it was amazing. That scene with the whiteboard and the expo markers and the phones, like it was and just. And the checks. And at she, first I didn't know what the checks meant, but then that meant that they, they posted. posted. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that Demi Lovato, like her screenshot didn't go up, you know, even though. Do you think that she posted? I'm sure she did. But I just thought that was interesting, you know, who Mm -hmm. Kim had Gwyneth Paltrow's number. Like, yeah, that's just what you like, what you get when you're literally the most powerful woman in Hollywood. Yeah. That scene was incredible. It was incredible. Everything so much about the episode, it really focused on her legal work and her Bar. bar it was so good the scene where she gets her test results in the parking lot Crying. at red lobster and north had just won her basketball game like if you didn't cry you're not alive i don't know you it was no and also when she showed footage of someone who she had tried to save from death row like her final phone call with him because they weren't able to grant clemency like that was like that was so sad and like he was comforting her and she was it was just, it was really tough to watch. But, like, it's so, it's so interesting to me. And, like, you would think, like, they're so, like, superficial, like, glam, glam, glam. No, this is, like, so good, this type of content. Yeah, no, but it's, we got, we get it all, you yeah. know? And I feel like, especially this show, they've been doing that for a while. And Kim's been showing, like, her criminal justice reform work for a while. But, like, you know, in the same episode, you get Kanye taking his kids to school in a fire mm-hmm. truck. Like, you get all of these different things, both fluffy and very, very real and serious. Yes, which is great. Also, when Kim was saying that, um, you know, how being a lawyer, like, ages you so much, and she was like, thank God for Botox. Was that just me? Or is it, like, the first time that she's admitted to having Botox? Because remember, like, years ago... She got it on the show and then had, like, a rash and she was, was like, like I can aware. never get it. Right. And no, I don't know if she's ever really admitted... I mean, to it. we're not dumb. She's no. 40 and she looks fucking 12. I know, but it's like, she looks so good that I'm like, maybe she doesn't get Botox. She's getting something better. Maybe. Like, maybe. But maybe you know? she was using a lay person's term like Botox because we wouldn't know. Right. No, she's definitely getting something better than the rest of us because she looks Ethereal. so good. The ins and outs of, like, their days, especially when Chloe and Tristan were using their gym and then, like, Kanye, like, Kim just, like, sends her kids off to school in a robe. Something I didn't know, but, like, I needed to know. Yeah. When... Kim and Kanye were just like being co-parents and so cute and Kanye was talking to the camera and she was like it's gonna be 45 minutes love 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 when Chloe and Tristan are just talking about anything don't love don't love and it's like that's where I feel like the show really missed out on having a faster turnaround because like we really shouldn't be watching this like we should have known but we love Chloe we love Chloe and I don't want her I don't want her scenes cut no 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 I agree I agree but like if they had turned around the show a little bit faster we would literally be have watching have watched this like three months ago and now we would be watching like them fall apart, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, I think the Kendall Scott thing is like so asinine and like I know it sounds crazy, but like I am Team Scott. I'm Team Scott too. Like no one is being clear with him. So he's like kind of being left out in the dust and they're gaslighting him. I had a party. I didn't have a party. It was a dinner. No, it was a party. Like they're gaslighting him and all he wants to know is like, why wasn't I invited? Yeah. Because they say like, I love you. It's all good. So why don't you invite me? Right. Also, Courtney and Travis are getting married this weekend in Italy. In at Italy, a castle. yes. At a castle. At a castle. At the uh, Dolce & Gabbana castle. They're like very Dolce & Gabbana. Yeah. I love it. Kim's on her way. Her plane was tracked. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, I saw in Liz Height's story. And I'm sure she's going to have all, the, all content the content this weekend. From this weekend. I think it'll be so nice. Like, they're chuggy. Like, they're getting married in Italy. Like, it's so cute. Yeah. I think it'll be um, a glorious affair. It's so crazy Courtney's never been married. Yeah, and apparently... They're getting married there. It's like small, f- close friends and family. And then they're going to do a big party in L.A. So it's Fun. like a fourth wedding, by the way. 
a fourth. Oh, God, yeah, fourth. But I guess, you know, they're so obsessed with each other, like, watching them on the show. With their foreheads? I actually, they're weirdly, like, so normal and and just, like, to themselves. Even when, no, not even the family stuff. It was last week when they were getting the IVF retrieval and they were, like, in the doctor's office. And there was something just so, like, quaint about them. Mm -hmm. Even though they pulled up in a tour bus. yes. But they just, and like they showed up in matching onesies, mm-hmm. like they're just, chuggy. yeah, chuggy, really. No, it's so weird. It's like, they are like larger than life, the tour bus and his tattoos and like she's a Kardashian, but there's something very simple and you know, they are a little cringy, but they are super in love. And I thought that dinner scene, just like a regular, you know, the weeknight. looked delicious. Vegan? No, it didn't. No, it looked good. It looked Them being really like good. so regular. And all the kids, and Courtney was like, I really, really love his kids. It was like, it was literally blended, the movie. Like, it was, yeah. it was beautiful. It was beautiful. And when Chloe was talking about how, like, good they are at, like, bringing people into their family, blending families, because they learned it, like, from Robert and Chris, it was just so sweet, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so true. Like, the amount of people who've come in and out of their family, like, it's so not normal. But also, the way that, like, they are you know, Kim, Courtney, Chloe are with Kendall and Kylie, even though they're technically half-sisters. Like, right. We don't even think of them that I don't way. Even but, think like, of they them. literally have different last names. No, that's so true. But, like, they're fully blood-related. Like, yeah. no, that's a good call. Um, so it wasn't, like, a crazy episode, but I really loved Kim's storyline. Like, I wanted more Kim, more mm-hmm. Kim, more Kim. Was, I always want more Kim. Me too. Where the fuck is Kylie? Pregnant. Also, we're in, like, Astro World Oh, right, timeline. right, right, right. And so I think that, like, we even if she's you know getting her nails done, we're not going to see it because then it's like Kylie got her nails done after Asher. Right, right. No, that's that's a good. Point. So they need to like wait for some time. I'm sure she maybe actually she, I don't know if she filmed. She's in the preview for next weekend. Her and Chris look like they're doing some moronic e prank. I like, think that because like she was slacking the last few episodes because she couldn't be in them. Like now she's like okay, let's do stuff. Yeah, like go to get groceries. Put me in because like we're all making the same amount. I need to pull my weight. Put me in, coach. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm loving the Hulu show. Like. Loving. Loving. I mean, it's just gorgeous television. It's go- oh, but I don't feel wait. any urgency to watch it. Me neither. But I did get a really interesting piece of information yesterday. Do you remember in the final season of the E Show? They during COVID they rented that like sick Malibu house. Mm-hmm. Belongs to Diana Jenkins, the new Real Housewife of Beverly Hills. I forget where I saw that. I apologize. Who told me that? Thank but. you for that. Thank you very much. That's something I needed to know. Mm-hmm. So they're friends with Diana Jenkins. Well, Diana said she was with Kim in Paris when she was robbed. Yes. Wh- where does she fit into the mix? I have no clue. But this is just one step closer to getting Chris Jenner on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. That house and the staircase and the staircase elevator belongs to Diana Jenkins. There was a staircase Remember elevator? Remember the staircase to the beach? That really... Yes, yes, yes. Like the caravan. And, and then it was like a, you know, a little cart that took like you up back cliff. up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Gorgeous home gorgeous um so that's my little factoid of the day and that's our show i if you got nothing else out of the show like you need that you needed to know so i'm glad you made it till the end an hour later you finally learned something (laughs) thank you so much for listening to the morning show the millennial morning show where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every monday through friday on youtube so if you're watching this on youtube please subscribe give us video a thumbs up we're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found so it's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Video, I read a cast box all the places where you listen to podcasts find us the morning shows leave a five star review about how beautiful studying and smart we are have an amazing weekend you guys we'll see you next week on Monday bye bye thank you bye Strice Brothers for joining us you did so good my angel